Hey guys, Naughty here. In today's episode, we have a sexy true story submitted and narrated by the huggable, snuggable, suckable, fuckable Dr. Jalen Ricks. He's a speaker, author, and educator, and holds a doctorate of education in sexology. And he taught at the University of Nevada, Reno, and the Institute of Advanced Study of Human Sexuality in San Francisco. He also has a private practice in Palm Springs, California, which includes personal consulting, body work, sacred intimacy, and surrogate-style partner experiences. He's also a leading expert on the damaging causes of and recovery from ex-gay ministries and so-called reparative therapy. His book, Ex-Gay No Way, was nominated as Best Nonfiction Book of 2010 by the Lambda Literary Foundation, and he's also been featured on Our America with Lisa Ling on the OWN channel and ABC's News Magazine 2020. In addition to being a doctor, Sexy Jalen Ricks likes to share his naughty side on his OnlyFans. And I can tell you from personal experience, any time spent with Jalen Ricks, whether virtually or in person, is a valued and memorable experience. Check the show notes to read the full bio on this amazing man. If you are one of my Patreon members, you are actually listening to this episode days before everyone else. That's just one of the many benefits that comes to joining my Patreon. For more information, check the show notes. Hello, my name is Jalen Ricks, and I am a sexologist. And one of the things I love to do is share myself as kind of a sexual role model in any number of different ways. And one of the ways is I, I love to write and uh, tell stories. And so this is a story that actually happened to me pretty, pretty much the way it says it. You'll, you'll see I'm, I have my style of expressing myself. So I want to thank the host of this podcast. So, uh, that provides a safe space for people to express themselves about their sexuality and express their sexuality. Let's not mince words. Express our sexuality through art, through words, through stories. And um, it makes us all better sexual beings. So thanks for listening. This story is called Dustin on the Rock. There's a spot in the Sierra foothills of California that is paradise to me. When the summer sun reaches its hottest intensity, the snow melts and feeds these canyons with fresh, crystal clear water. The heat, the water, beautiful nature, these elements draw me to connect with them, and I feel drawn to connect with anyone who appreciates the same. There is no place I'd rather be, and when I feel that much beauty and pleasure around me, I want to feel pleasure in every way possible. On one such occasion, I was walking in the 30-minute trail into from the road into a particular swimming hole. It was hot. I was drenched with sweat just from the short hike. As I walked down the trail, walking back up the trail towards me came a young man in nothing but frayed cutoffs and wet, squishy sneakers. In fact, he was soaked from head to toe. Apparently, he had just gotten out of the water. Droplets dangled off his black curly hair and unshaven chin. A lovely blanket of hair was wet and flat across his chest. His shorts hung low and heavy from being submerged. He saw my eyes widen and my smile light up, but he didn't avert his gaze like someone uncomfortable with their body. 
I learned a long time ago that these are the moments to not hesitate, even if nothing comes of it. At the very least, I can say I was friendly with a sexy half-naked man. How's the water? I said congenially as he passed me. Our shoulders brushed and he felt cool. He spun around with a warm smile and said, Oh, it's incredible. He wiped his face and then went on his way. I thought, you certainly are incredible. Within a few minutes, I had reached the large lagoon where water would back up before it went on downstream. The walk was just the right length that by the time I reached the end, my body temperature would reach maximum capacity. I couldn't take it anymore. I'd strip what little I had on, climb out a particular rock ledge, and dive into the cool water. The heat of the day was hot enough that it didn't matter how much cold the water was. My body begged escape from overheating, and the cool blue completely satisf satisfied. This was the middle of the week, so rarely did I ever see anyone in this spot on the river. I climbed up onto a sun-drenched rock face. If I had not gotten just gotten out of the water, the rock would have been too hot to touch, much less walk on it. The layer of wet coolness around my body cooled the rock just enough for me to relax completely face down on it. It was a full-body yin and yang with temperature in the balance, and my nerve endings, head to toe, danced with pleasure. I rolled over on my back and I was getting aroused. Nature tended to do this to me with con the constant rush of the river in my ears and the trees slightly swaying to the occasional breeze. Everything I experienced there was alive in some way. Hummingbirds paused by me and then they fly away. Dragonflies mated in midair before me. They just did what they did, and I wanted to be part of it. But I didn't need some Prince Charming to come out of the woods. Nature was making love all around me, and I wanted to make love to it as well. I don't know how long my hand had been stroking my cock when across the lagoon, the black-haired young man appeared. I let out a small gasp. He came back. <laughs> I was tempted to roll over and hide my erection, but I knew that wasn't what I wanted. He strolled to the water's edge, paced just a bit, and then dove in, sneakers and all. He was swimming my way, and by the time he reached the rock I was reclined upon, I had gone soft with relief. But my pounding heart confirmed I was still very excited. You're back, I said as he lifted his taut body out of the water and onto the rock next to me. Yeah, my watch was in the car. It was earlier than I thought, so I wanted to get as much time up here as I could. It's nice, he said, sitting down and leaning his elbows over his knees. I hear you. I can't get enough of this place. We exchanged names and where we were from. His name was Dustin. He stood up. I'm going to climb upstream. There's some amazing pools and waterfalls up there, he paused. Maybe I'll see you up there, not caring whether he was inviting me or not, though it sounded like he was. Cool. His grin confirmed the simplicity of our exchange, and then he was gone. It seemed Mother Nature was supplying me with a prince after all, and I was not going to wait too long. I lay back on my stomach and felt all the warmth and love that was radiating into me and around me. I breathed deeply and tried not to rush. 
Then, oh, I couldn't wait anymore. I stood and I began to hike upstream, over the water-smooth boulders, often jumping into the water, climbing onto a, another set of beautifully carved rocks. All of this done without any garment on, like I'm the first person ever on the planet. Right away, I saw Dustin a few hundred feet up beyond, and he had set aside his shorts and sneakers. It made me smile, and my heart pounded so strongly my cock would bounce to its rhythm. I kept my distance as to not be too eager. We both hiked casually, pausing here and there, exploring grottos, disappearing behind a rock formation, then popping up a little higher upstream. I did not see him for a bit, but I kept my ascent. Then I climbed over a particular outcrop of rocks, and there at the edge of an idyllic landscape, he lay outstretched, arms behind his head, on a smooth rock with the river cutting paths all around him. It was a glorious sight, and he must have known how stunning it all looked. I slid down the side of the outcrop and into the water. I swam over to Dustin, who was starting to get erect. I climbed out of the water and stood over him, my shadow touching across his torso, but he did not open his eyes or say anything. This young, beautiful man felt the energizing pleasure that I felt in this magical place, but perhaps he didn't know the words to ask for what he really wanted. In the moment, he really didn't need to ask for anything. I bowed to my knees, between his knees, and took that beautiful, perfect smooth rod into my mouth and I had no other desire until I sucked every bit of his life essence out of his body and completely and wholly down my throat. He grunted and convulsed and slapped the rock we were perched on, but I did not unhinge my jaw until I had taken in every drop and he completely relaxed, giggling here and there. Of course, the whole time my hand was firmly around my raging cock, and once I did raise my head, my groan of satisfaction heralded an explosion of white creamy essence that drenched his hairy thigh. I tumbled to one side and our arms and legs rubbed here and there as we giggled more. The rest of the afternoon, we made our way back down the stream, lazily taking every opportunity to fall into the water together and slide down rocks into the river. We dared each other to jump off a cliff into a pool where we did not touch the bottom. It was just like a couple of boys at summer camp, except no clothes and really, really sexy. We parted ways, taking little to no information about each other, accepting that we would probably never see each other again. Under the baked hot sun, we were completely naked and completely laid bare to each other and everything around us. Yes, it felt primal and it felt out of time. There was nothing else we needed to do but be true to our nature, which is exactly what creatures of nature do in this particular spectacular place. I hope you found that stimulating, and if I were you, I would definitely avail myself of his services. If you have a sexy story you'd like to have us read or you'd like to read yourself, then shoot me an email at naughtyaudioformen at gmail.com. And for more content like this, don't forget to subscribe to and follow the podcast.